Okay, Boker Tov, today's daf is daf Samach Ches in Yuma. Daf Samach Ches, we learn again for a full shlemer for Yosef Asriel Ben Chaim Michal. And today is the art site of Avram's great great grandmother who's buried on Harazasim, and he was over to put up a matseva on her kever. Now, and her name was? Shana Hana Bas Reb Moshe. Bas Reb Moshe. Make have an aliyah. My mother, Alashon's name was Chana Shangel. It's Shane Khan, same similar name. Okay, we're in Daf Samaches. Daf Samaches Amar Aleph. At the two dots, Meimasai, about ten lines down of the page. Meimasai and Tamagodim. So in the Mishnah, we had a Machlokas. <clears throat> After the Kohen Gadol took out the a Murim, the fatty parts of the par and sar to be burnt later on during the day. Excuse me. He put them on a on a plate and they put them aside, and then they. Uh, carried out the par and the sawyer on uh, poles and they wrapped them up in poles and they intertwined them and they took them out. Now, the Torah tells us that the ones who are osake with the sreifa are their begotum or tamay. When are the begotum tamay? So the Tanakhama says, Mishiyot as soon as they left the wall of the Azara, they are tamay. That means the people carrying it out, as we'll see, anybody involved with it. Rav Shimon says, no, Mishiyotzah or Berubin, only from the time that the fire has grabbed hold of most of the animals, meaning when they t- carry them out, the person carrying them out, even as we'll see the person lighting the fire, the person who arranged the wood pile, not necessarily tell me, the people who are actually involved in burning it. That's Rav Shimon's opinion. Now, where do we get this though? The Tanakhama said, as when are they Tommy from? As soon as they left the Azari. Now remember, what do you have in the base of Migdash? The Ezra, the Ezra's Kohanim is called, the, 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 the Azara is called the uh, Machane Kohanim. All of Harabayas around the Azara, the whole Temple Mount, that's called Machane Levia. And in, in the Midbar, you had Kohuna, Levia, and, Yisra, and, and the whole the Jewish uh, population outside of that was Machane Israel. So in, in corresponding to Shalayim, you have the Azara as the Machane Kohuna, the, uh, the Harabayas is Machane Levia, and Machne Yisrael is all within the walls of Yerushalayim. So, <clears throat> what do we said here? That when did the garden become Tameh? As soon as they left the wall of Yazor, according to the Tanakhama. But where do we get this from? Pesach says, if you take it out of Machne, that sounds like one Machne, take it out of the Azor, the Machne Kohanim, right? You burn it there, and, and, and they burn it there. Yotzel Mechutz Lamachne Vesarfu, and their garden become Tameh. So Laholan Atanos Later on, now let's understand, besides the pyre and the Sargum Kippur, which are totally burned, we also have other Karbanas which are totally burnt, like Par Koi Mashiach, if the Kohen Gadol sins, Par Helm Dovashib, if the whole Sibir sin based on a wrong sock of the Bezum Gol Yushalayim, or the Sire of Odazara, if they if they if they also if they uh, if the if the sin based on uh, a bad sock and they sin and they and they committed a Vodazara based on that. Uh, Rashi said before, Tzibur Shechotov Avarazara Bahoros Bezdin, Avim Parlo Vasalachatos. So those are all totally burned too. And those are also uh, their service, the damas sprinkled inside the Hechel, not in the Kodesh Kodeshim, Kodesh Kodeshim is only Yom Kippur, but inside the Hechel, yes, with those things too, Parmas Rafim. And those, where are they burnt? Outside of Yerushalayim, there's a place called Beis Adeshin, the place the the uh, call it the fire the fireplace or the you know the barbecue spot. We we'll call it the fireplace outside of Yerushalayim, all the way outside of Yerushalayim. So it says here, later on by 
doesn't really mean Laholan later on in the Parsha. The Parsha is really the beginning of a Yikra, and this is in Achremos, uh, Yom Kippur's Achremos, but it means there, over there, it says, Atanos and Shoshbas. They have to go out of all three Machnadis out of Yushalayim. Here it sounds like only out of the Azara, right? It says out of the Azara. Go out of one Machna. But by the other Parmas Rafim, like like Param Davashir, Park Mashiach, you gotta go to all three Machnos. As we'll see in a minute, how do we know that the Kanatanos Machnachas and only here one, not why not? It can't, can't mean that. Obviously, if the other parmenus rafim are burnt outside of Yerushalayim, totally out of sight of all three machnas, so the parvim kipper should all should also be burnt outside of all three machnas. So why say one machna? In other words, the actual place of the burning must be like the other parmenus rafim. They're burnt outside of Yerushalayim. So why over here by um, the kipper does it say you leave one machna, one machna for being mitame de begadim? In other words, as soon as they left the Azara with the Parnasar carrying it out, they are tome, they are tome. That's what it means outside of one machna. But it's actually burnt outside of all three machnas outside of Yushalayim. Hasumanol. Okay, so that, that solves our problem. Why machna? How does how does Takama know that as soon as they leave the Azara? Because it says, machna. Can't be one machna outside of the Azara, because we know it's burned outside of all three machnas, like the par koin mashiach parham dovashil sibor. So it must mean that's when they become Tomei. Hasumanon, how do we know by Parko Mashiach that it's burned out of all three? And they have to, it's burnt on the base session outside the Tanya. Behotzi has kola par, right? Michutz. Now, it says, it says, take out the whole, that's why the Parko Mashiach. You take it out. Chutz l'shosh machnot. Is it really three machnos? Is it all out of Yushalayim? Chutz, ata omer chutz l'shosh machnot. It says over there, Behotzi has kola par, chutz. L'shosh machnos. That's how we understand it. The Pussy doesn't say l'shosh machnot. The Pussy says, Behotzi has kola par. Right? And Chutz L'Shash Machnas is our drosha. Is it really three Machnas? Maybe Parko Mashiach also should only go out of the, as soon you burn it on, on Harabais outside of the Azara. In the Parsha, in Perak uh, Dalit, when it talks about, in Vayikor, it talks about Parko Mashiach. The first Parsha is Parko Mashiach. The next Parsha is Parko Mashiach. When it says Paraido, it also says El Michutz Lamachna. Why does it say El Michutz Lamachna there? Shein Tamalomer, I don't need it. It doesn't teach me anything. Shekfar Nemar, it already says by the power, uh, in the power, Helm uh, Dovashel uh, Sibur, it says, V'saraf Oso, Kasher Saraf Esapar Harishon. Like you've said, the, the first one, the Parkoi Mashiach. So I already know that it has there. Matamalomer, El Michutz Lamachna. So why does it say El Michutz Lamachna again by Parham Dovashel Sibur? Lit Namachshit, no. A second Machna. What does that mean? You lead Machna Leviya. So now we know that the Parko Mashiach and the Parm Dovah Shetzibur has to leave at least two Machnas, both the Azara and Harabais, Sheomer. And then when it says, Michutz Lamachna Bedeshen, later on, Michael, when it says in Sab, what does it say? It says, Vautzia Sedeshen, El Michutz Lamachna. First, it's, it says, Vehirim Sedeshen, right? Vehirim Sedeshen, you put it down over there. That's the Truma Sedeshen, where the person, the first coin, remember, that gets the lottery, he takes the first little little spoonful, little cupful, little shovelful, and he puts it next to the Kevish and miraculously goes into the ground. But then it says, There, you take the whole, there's a, ton, there's a big mound of ashes in the middle of The true Sedeshin is the first part. That's part of the Avodah. The rest is simply because whenever there's a big amount, you take it out. When your garbage, so to speak, gets filled up, you take it out. If there's only a little bit of garbage, you don't bother with it, right? You don't take it out. So here, when it's a big pile of ashes, 
you got to take it out. The coin has to change his garments, right? It says, uh, it says, uh, it says in the parasha there. It says, right? He changes his glow, clothes and takes out. The, and there it says, Michutz lemachne. But why does it say there Michutz lemachne? Adeshen, el makom adeshen. We know, we know that that's the place where you put the ashes outside. That's the fireplace outside of Yerushalayim. Why does it say again? Michutz lemachne b'adeshen. Shein tamalor shekvar nemar el shefach adeshen yishefech. It says over there that you have to put it where the adeshen is poured out. Tema machna shlishis. There, in other words, it says three times chutz lemachna. Par par kamashiach, param dov shetzibor, and by removing the dead, removing all the ashes. Each time it says michutz lemachna to tell me all three machnas. Kahuna levia Israel or Azara harabayis and all the walls of Yerushalayim take them all outside. So we know par kamashiach, param dov shetzibor, out of three machnas. So Yom Kippur also has to be taken outside of the three machnas. So why does it say one machna by Yom Kippur? Ah. To teach me that that's when the clothes get uh, or become tame only when they won machna. But Rabbi Shimon disagreed in the Mishnah. Rabbi Shimon says when do the clothes become tame? Only when it's the fire has grabbed hold of the, when it's actually burning. For Rabbi Shimon, what does he do with it? He, do, he doesn't agree that the clothes become tame as soon as the Khan carrying it leave the first, leave the Azara. He says, no, the Khan, the, the carbons don't become tame until you're actually burning it all the way outside of Yerushalayim. What does he do with that? It says, here. Here, where in Yom Kippur, and says by Park Mashiach, Oh, no, what's the Holon? The Holon is not where? This week's parsha. This week's parsha. What's this week's parsha? Para aduma. Right. It says also mechutz lemachne there. What does teach me? Makan Just like over here, it's outside of all three machnos. He also agrees it's all three machnos here by Yom Kippur. Oh, right. And what does that mean? And that there's also where do you burn the para aduma outside of three machnos? Where is the paraduma burnt? On Har Hamishka, Har Hazesim. Just talked about it for Har Hazesim, right? So just like that's on the eastern side of east of Yerushalayim, that's east of Yerushalayim, Avkam Zerushalayim, so here also says, where is this base Hadeshen? We said the base Hadeshen, where you burn the Parmesrafim, is outside of Yerushalayim. Where? Where is it? In uh, in the in the Mamila Mall? Where, where, where is the base Hadeshen? No, it's to the east. That's what Rav Shimon says. That's what Rav Shimon uses that Russia. Why? Because they got Xavier Shava. So, so we say, you know, just like Paraduma is outside of Azar Shine, here too. And just like Paraduma is in the east, this is also in the east. Rabbanan, Rabbanan don't have this Xayr Shava, right? Because they say that the Machna, it says by Yom Kippur, is to teach me that that's when your clothes become tummy, when you leave the first when you leave the first Machna, Azara. So, then, what the, so where do you burn it? You burn it in the north. He says the base sessions, why north? Because this is, these are Kabanos Chatos. Chatos, everything is supposed to be in the north, like the Shkita. So we burn it also in the north. Let's find Shushalayim. Shakom Maisa Chatos Besafim. Let's find Shushalayim. Outside of all three machos, north of Shushalayim. But Yosi Omer, a base Hadeshin is Rafim. Rabbi just says another drasha that when you burn it, there has to be ashes there. Right, it says El you should burn it, you burn it where the ashes are poured out, meaning 
it's not enough just to designate, oh, that's the new fireplace. That's where we're burning it. That's the, uh, that's the uh, barbecue, whatever. That's the, 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 oh, the, it's not an altar. It's a fireplace, right? So you burn it. Rather, he says, it's got to be where there's already ashes there. So you have to burn these parmas up and have to be burnt on a place where there's already ashes. You first have to put ashes over there. Amar Abba. Montana Polygar Rabiosi. Who's the one who argues with Rabiosi? In other words, who's the one who says that what? Rabiosi says you can only burn it. Rashi says the top line of Rashi. There has to be ashes there. It's got to be placed. Pussy says it should be burnt. Right? It should be. Uh, you should burn it. Burn it where? Where a place where ashes have been poured out. Okay, it's mashma this way. In other words, Rabbi says the base addition in this rough, and it's got to be burnt in a place where there's already ashes. Mashma Tanakama doesn't agree with that. I'm Rabbi Mantanam, who argues with Rabbi and says that they don't have to be, you don't have to have ashes there already when you burn it. Rabbi Lezer Yaakov, right? Rabbi Lezer Yaakov, who's Rabbi Lezer Yaakov, the Tanya, that's the Tanakhama. That would be Rabbi There's got to be already, or Sheh Lesham Deshen. There's got to be already ashes there. All right, that's what the Pusik says in. Um, uh, the Pusik is, uh, where it's the Aleph? Let me just see here. Um, I like, because he quotes here the thing. It's a Vayikudal. So we're talking here about the, um, uh, we're talking about, that's by Param Dovashot Sibor. Param Dovashot Sibor, Parkomashiach, and the Parkomashiach has to be burned where? At a place where ashes have been poured out already. That's what Rabbi says. That's the Tanakama. It's got to be Deshen already there when you burn it. No, it just means that it should be a slanted, a sloping area. Deshen shouldn't be in a flat area. It shouldn't be horizontal, but it should be a sloping area. That's what we El Deshen, a place where it slopes down. How do you know that the Rabbi Lazar Yaakov disagrees with Rabbi Yossi about the rule about having to be ashes there before you burn it? It's got to be ashes there already. Maybe he agrees you have to have ashes there. Just simply arguing, does Shefa Chadeshin also mean that it's got to be a sloping error? Rabbi Lazar Yaakov says it's got to be sloping, and the Tanakhama says you don't, but maybe they both agree that there have to be ashes there already. Because it says, El Shefa Chadeshin Yisare, burn it where the ashes have been poured out. So it's mashma that ashes have been there before. Maybe that's what he. Maybe that's the argument there. But from Rashi, it's mashma that the Rabbi did argue with somebody because Rabbi says a base adeshin is rafin, right? That it's got to be burned base adeshin. Mashma Tanakama didn't say that, but who is the Tanakama? That's not clear. Tanur Rabbanan. V'asoreif, v'asoreif matam gadam v'lo meitzasor. This Bryce Rashi explains other Rishonim say go like Rabbi Shimon. Remember, what's machlokus on a Mishnah? The Tanakhama says, when did the garments become Tomei? As soon as they leave the Azara. As soon as they're carrying it out. So it's, so it's mashma that anybody who's, who's involved in it from that point on become Tomei. Shimon says, no, no. It's only Tomei when the, when, the, when the fire has taken hold of the animals. So that's, that's later on. Not the guy schlepping it out. Here it says, this, this Bryce says mashma like Rabbi Shimon. Not the guy who lights the fire. The guy who kindles the fire—he's not Tommy. He didn't—he didn't burn anything. He just lit a fire. The guy who arranges the woodpile—he's not Tommy. Bezos said, "Well, who's the, what's the guy who burns?" Amasai, the guy who, who helps—you know—he puts the animals on the fire. That's the guy who's Yachalaf Mishanasu Oh, so this is really only like Reb Shimon, because according to the Tanakhama, you're Tommy as soon as you start carrying it out. So that's certainly before the fire's going on. Yachalaf Mishanasu What about after its ashes already? 
Let's say other people take over now. They're also get okay. You started off. I'll, I'll come over and help and burn it, etc. This is not the coin god. All this is any any coin take it out. Other coin take it out. So after it becomes ashes and they're involved in burning it as all no. It says osam those animals not once they're ashes they're not and says as far as far as long as it still has the uh, the appearance of a bull. It's got to be a bull. But once the fight, once the flesh has become burnt, it's sort of melted down, maybe hardened up. That's not You singed it. You singed it. A for it's not. It's not ashes yet, but it's also been burned. If you say it's only in the form of a power, then it's matame. In other words, who's matame? According to Rabbi Shimon, this is Rabbi Shimon, this Brisa. Only a person who is involved in burning it. Not the people who slept it out and involved in it. According to the Kamsa Mashma, anybody involved in it would become Tame. According to Shimon, only a person burning it. But only burning it while it's an animal. Once it's in ash, ash form, no good. Or another says, once it's been burnt, it's already no good. So if you say once it's been burnt, it's already not Tame you, so it's only Tame you. The, so to speak, the person who starts out burning it, you know, the person who, uh, the, not the guy who lit the fire, not the guy who arranged the wood pile, none of that. We lost the internet, I think, or we lost something here. Let's see. Or just the Zoom, I don't know. Let's see if it comes back. Connecting, it says. Okay, so, um, um, so that's that would be enough. The Shavi Kurucha Rashi says the Shavi Kurucha Davinita Chabaser. The bus has been burned. The A for me, Lohavi. It's not yet ashes. The Tanakama Metamin Achiasu Achiasu A for the Oson Karina. But it's still called. It's still called an animal. It's just even as long as it's not ashes, it's still called an. It's still an animal. You're still burning it. Lazav Shimon. Once you make it, once it's burnt already, it's not called par anymore, and therefore it wouldn't be Tommy. So if you burnt a little bit, it's not ashes. It's not. So it would still be considered a, uh, it would still be considered, um, you be, you become Tomei, right? Because it's only once it's ashes, but if it's only been singed, it's not ashes yet. So therefore it would become Tomei. It's only not Metamiyu once it's ashes. Uh, but if it's not ashes, it would be Metamiyu. But if you say, as long as it's a par, but not once it's been burnt, so once it's been burnt, once it's been singed already, it's burnt, it's no longer par and wouldn't be Metamiyu. So it'd be only Metamiyu for a very short time, only the person who's starting it out. We sorry, uh, Rumi and uh, Yusuf. We lost the uh, internet there for a second. The Zoom. You might have had an interruption on your end. I'm not sure. Amulo says the Mishnah. On we're on Samachesim and Beis. The Mishnah. Uh, Mishnah. The last Mishnah in the parrot. Amulo the coin got gone. Okay. You know what? You can carry on. He's not allowed to carrying schlepping this out. That's okay, right? But but the the sar Mishdaleach. He's not allowed to carry on with the avoda, the real avoda, until until uh, the. Um, the Sarm Shtaich is out in the desert. It's gone out to the desert. They're called Hayos, and they used to make various stations, and Basudran, and they would, you know, they would various stations along the way. Now we talked about the huts, right? We talked about the ten huts. Were there nine huts, ten huts, right? That was the question I had the other day. Some when we first learned about huts two days ago, somebody said, Why ten? So why not make eleven? Go all the way. So the far from say, because the Anamorty wouldn't be Eretz Gzeira, it wouldn't be a midbar, right? It has to be a place which is totally desolate. Okay. But in any case, they had some stations. In other words, they would have stations along the way. 
And people would see when, when the Sarm Shtech was out to the Midbar, not at the Tzuk, not where he threw it down off the cliff, just when he was out in the Midbar, they would, they would raise a flag and each guy would see the flag closest to him like they did, of course, you know, with the uh, flames on Rosh uh, Chodesh, they, 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 they threw up uh, flags or whatever, or you know, w- w- waved a soot or some handkerchief or whatever, a flag of some sort, and then they knew that he was in the Midbar. In other words, the guy who could see him go into the Midbar raised the flag and the, the guy saw him and saw him back to the base of Mikdash. What do they have to do the flags for? In other words, it could be they're talking about different time periods. It says that they, what do they have to They had a big simon. Why? Base Chaduda. Base Chaduda was a place at the beginning of the Midbar. And he says, from Mishlam Base Chaduda was Shloshim Milan. And we knew that was three miles. So we already learned before that the Akira Shlam, the nobleman, walked him out to the first hut. You remember the, for the first mile. So Holchim Mil, they go out a mile. Bechosim Mil, when they come back, the nobleman escorted him to the first hut, they came back, so that was two miles. They affected, that, that was the time it took to go two miles. The Shomach, they, they waited there another, for, let's say, another half an hour, time to walk another mile. The Yodin they think that was enough. So you didn't have to have the, the, the flags, it would be enough without the flags, without raising the flags to signify when the Sarmish Deleach got with the, with the Ishiti to the Midbar, they knew just from the nobleman. The nobleman went, the nobleman came back, waited another time, walked another mile, and that's good enough. Now, the next line is Rabbi Shmuel Omer. It seems to say, the Bachelim say this is part of the Bryce. It's not really in the mission. Rabbi Shmuel was talking about it earlier time. Rabbi Shmuel was talking about There was another sim like we learned the other day. Hayolem. Lashon Shel Zahuris. Remember, the scarlet, the scarlet strap. Hayekash al Pisl Shalechu. Remember, was originally tied to the door of the Heichal. Before, they laid, before the later period, when it didn't, if it didn't turn white, people got upset. So they put it on the... Uh, on the half on the sawyer and half on the rock next to the sawyer, so he says there was a there was a kush, there was it was tied to the heichel original. Shegiya sawyer midbar hayolashimam would turn white. Shenemer miyuchatachem kashanim kashali gavino. So he was probably talking about an earlier period of time, not later on. Uh, there were different periods of time, as he said. Originally they did that. Later on they um, they did the lashon shalzuris. That was part of the procedure. But Rabbi Yudha said that. Uh, there was a simple to know when he got to the midbar so that the coin gold can carry on. In other words, it's one thing to know the job was done, that he threw him off the, uh, he threw him down the cliff or the thing turned white so everybody was happy they got their kapara. But when can the coin continue his work in the base of Mishra and the coin gold continue on as soon as he got to the midbar? So that's what they said. They told the, the, the other Kohanim who were there said, oh, we have a sign that the, uh, the, he's gone to the midbar and you can carry on. Says the Gemara, Amr Abaya Shmami no Midbar Number one, you see the Beskudu was in Midbar because he said, How do I know that he was in the Midbar? Because it said, We know that it's three miles to Beskudu, which is in the Midbar. And the, the nobleman went one mile, returned a mile, and waited a mile. So we know that's good enough. Kamash Mala also teaches us, he takes out the Ksavar Abutis, it's really going, Mishnah, Kivin Shigiya, Sarla Midbar, Nasa Mitzvah. So once the Sar got to the Midbar, its main Mitzvah was done. As we said before, what's Makib is only the Hagrala. Even if the animal subsequently died, right? Let's say he did the avoda and he did it done the hagrala, he did the sawyer in, inside all the sprinklings, etc. And the animal died on the way out to the midbar, let's say, right? So you don't have to re- repeat it again because the main thing was done already. That's not mock, you don't have to start all over again. But it just says that but the mitzvah, the main mitzvah was done so that the coin can go on as soon as it reaches the midbar. All right, Now at this point in time. The coin guttle now, after after the uh, he can continue on with the process after the sarmishlech has gone out to the midbar and he's done all the dam. 
Now the Kohen Gadol comes to read in the parshas of the day. That's what we do. We part in most of the we do the avoda. Part of it, he's got to continue reading in the in the chumash. Rashi says, "Volikas the parsha alfin mimiluim darmina minai minai shaaf mikra parsha maakiv." Reading it in in the miluim at the Chanukah Zavayis, they had to read from the parsha. That's also maakiv. That's also indispensable. So the Kohen Gadol now had to read the parshas of Yom Kippur from the Torah. Imratz volikas big day boats correct. Now, if he wants to. Now this isn't, is it really part of the Avodah? It's not the Avodah per se, it's reading the Parshas, but we'll see that's considered, it's considered um, necessary for the Avodah. It's considered like a part of the Avodah. It's, it's uh, not, not exactly uh, the Avodah, but it's considered, um, it's considered a Tzorach Avodah. It's necessary for the Avodah. So if he wants to, he can remain in his white clothes that he serves on Yom Kippur, Karin. In Mav Karbis, if you want, he can wear some other white garment that's like a white tunic that he wore. In other words, it's, it's really his street clothes, but it's, uh, it's a special clothing that he wore, but it's not the Rigley Big Day Kahuna. In Mav, if he wants to, he can put on Bitzlis, he can, he can change into those clothes. Bitzlis, love and Mishalom. Then what happened? The Chazan of Kness, the Chazan is the Shamas. The Shamas of the base of Knesset, there was a shul in the Azara. And the, the, the Shamas there would take out the Chazam Gesedotel, say, you take a Sefer Torah, but also Russia gave it to the Rosh Knesses. That would be the president, or today it would be the Gabai, the guy who gives out the Elias and decides who should daven, etc. So, uh, so Chazam Gesedotel, Sefer Torah, Venosel Rosh Knesses. For Rosh Knesses, Nosel Skan, he gives it to the Skan Kohen Gadol, Skan Nosel Kohen Gadol, and as they move up the ladder, you know, that's the cover, to give it to the greater person. He stands there over Kore and he reads, he takes out the Rav and he reads the parsha. What does he read? Achremos, the main parsha of Yom Kippur that we've been discussing. Which is nearby. Now, Achremos and Kedoshim are near each other, so he can, he can, just, he can read them without really um, a delay. Then, he closes up the Sefer Torah, because he's finished now, this is in Vayikra. The next thing he's going to read is in Pinchas, right? The other parsha about about Yontif, that's far away. So he rolls it up. He puts, he holds it in his bosom. There's a lot more written in here that I'm not reading everything. You shouldn't think that that, the, that there's nothing between, let's say, Kedoshim and Pinchas. Don't think that. There's more written here. There's a lot more. In, that's in Bamidbar, in, in Pinchas, when he reads that part of it, Kari Alpeh, he reads that Alpeh, in other words, he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to either, why do take out another, tell you, take it. Huh? What, what? The Asr Lechodesh? No, the Asr Shabachodesh, before I meant Emor. I'm sorry, before Achrimos and then Emor. I'm sorry, Emor, correct, correct. Those are right. So, he reads the Achrimos and the Ach Be'asor is in Emor. Those are near each other, right? But the Asr Shabachodesh Kudim is far away, so he rolls up the Sefer and he reads that Alpeh. Umavarcha, we'll talk about that. In other words, this is the idea of time spent between, why do we take out two Sefer Torah? Why do we take the two Sefer Torah many times? Because you've got to read two different parshas. If they're right next to each other, you don't have to. You can take out one Sefer Torah, or we take out three Sefer Torah, right? Because we're reading from different portions. But here, he says, rather than roll the Sefer, you know, and, and keep the people waiting, so he just says that Alpeh, Kor Alpeh. And he makes eight brachas afterwards. What does it mean? One is Allah Torah, Shenoslon Torah Samas, like we say, Shenoslon Torah Samas. And then other things which are familiar with us from Shemonesri. Alavoda, that's like Ritzay, Alodah, Modim, Al-Mechilos Avon, special for, for Yom Kippur. Bala Mikdash, takes out the, Bach takes out the Bethneatzmo by each of these. Bala Mikdash, Bala Yisrael, Bala Yushalayim, Bala Kornim, Bala Sharetfil. So it's eight plus a Sharetfil. More we'll talk about what that is. So he makes eight brachas after this. Harokah and Gadol Kshu Kore, 
A person who sees the Kohen Gadol when he's reading this, cannot see at the same time the Parmesan which are being burnt because they've already been taken outside, they're outside of Yishalayim, and they're not in close proximity. But if somebody is looking at the Parmesan burning, can't see the Kohen Gadol. When he's reading, not that you're not allowed to see them both. It was a wrong way between the two operations, between the Kohen Gadol reading it in the Azara and the Parmesan being out. Uh, the word not shavim ba'achas, but machshemas are both at the same time. There's a small test there. It's too small for me to, fi- to find it here. Um, where's the little test here? Um, and yeah, ha'isa nasas ka'achas. This is girsa, right? Machshem. They're both done at the same time, so it was impossible to see both things being done at the same time. Some people were viewing. The par the the parts are being burnt, and some were viewing the kohen gadol as he was reading the parsha. Now, midikani bit styles love, and we get to a new question of here. Since it says that if he wants to, he can he can he can um, read the from the Torah in his own street, what I call street clothes, and it's a fancy white garment, but it's not the big daykuna. Since it says that mishaloh mechal dekriya lavatz mashmul dekriya satorah is not part of the avoda. Right, we, we've been discussing all the avoda of Yom Kippur and the five times he changed his clothes, etc. That's all the avoda. This is mashmul not avoda. Victoria says in Rots the Liquor's Big Dead Bullets, correct. But on the other hand, it says if he wants to keep his garments on, he could read. So that means that he could do non-avoda work with this big day kuna. Is he allowed to do that? This is the question. Big day kuna, you're only allowed to wear while you're doing the avoda. And here it says, listen, if he wants to, he can put on his street clothes. Okay, it's much more that it's not a reading for reading the Sefer Torah, it's not an avoda. On the other hand, he can keep his clothes on, his big day kuna. So what do you say there? So it's much more that he could. You could have a, a coin guttle or a regular coin wearing his coin, could have enough from them even when he's not doing the avoda. That's a question. That's a question we're talking about. Sigmar says, no. It's not avoda, but it's a tzarch avoda. That's not the same as saying that he can uh, keep his clothes on while he's, uh, you know, uh, taking a nap or having lunch, right? That, so that's not the same. Here is it. The boilum, because we have this question, big day kuna, nitla, and a spino under the spine. Are you allowed to have enough from big day kuna or not? Whether it's the coin gadol or regular koanim, while they're wearing the big garment, are they only allowed to avoda or could they have enough even when they're not doing the avoda? That's, that's the question. Big day kuna, nitla, and a spino, Tashma. So this is, the, this is the question that we rise here. We can't prove it from our Mishnah, because from our Mishnah we're talking about a Tzorach Avodah, even though the, uh, the Kriya Torah is not Avodah, but it's a Tzorach, it's necessary for the Avodah. It's, part, it's, it's like an ancillary part of the uh, operation, so it's not exactly an Avodah, he doesn't have to wear the Big Day Kuna, but if he wants to, he could. But let's try to prove the general question. Tashma, Aloish and Big Day Kodesh, they weren't allowed to sleep in Big Day Kodesh, they weren't allowed to sleep. So, right, Shayna Hudalo, you couldn't sleep because since it's considered Big Day Kodesh, maybe they'll pass gas while they're sleeping, and it would be disrespectful. So you couldn't sleep, because sleeping, like passing gas, like filling, right? Like filling, you're not supposed to pass gas when you have filling on. So the same thing when they're Big Day Kodesh, they shouldn't sleep in them. Mash was sleeping, they can't, but they could eat. So they could have a no from the big day kuna. So the Dilmashani Achil is Sarchavoda. No, Achil is also Sarchavoda. Ketatani we learn. But Achlu Osam, eat those things, those karbonas, Ashikupam, which bring the kapara, which, through which you get the kapara. What does that mean? Malam Shakonim Ochlim, and the Kornim eat the Kodshe Kodashim, like Mincha Chatos Osham. Ubalim Makapram Miskapram. When the Kornim eat it, it's a mitzvah to eat it. 
It's a mitzvah to eat the kavod. Not that he doesn't get his kapara. Even let's say the end, the Yom became tummy after he did all the avodas of shkita kavalachas rika and murim. Then it became tummy. He couldn't eat the meat. Something happened to the meat. It got lost, stolen, tummy, whatever. He has his kapara, but the but but when but the mitzvah is to eat it, and then the kohanim and the balim get their kapara. Not that they get the kapara from the eating, but that's part of the avodah. Malam shekorn mochlim ubalim eskaprim. So what do you see? That's part of the avodah. It's also a tzoruch avodah. So you can't say anything. It's mashmah. Even if they, even if it says he can't sleep in the garments, but they could eat because eating is part of the avodah too. It's also a tzoruch avodah. It's also a tzoruch avodah, right? Um, so, so again, the more sashen hudalo. Okay, but so let's look at it this way. Eating is not, eating is like uh, eating is like uh, kriyas Torah. It's part of tzoruch avodah. It's like kriyas Torah yom kippur. But the more sashen hudalo. You can't sleep in it. Holduch mashmah. You could walk around in it. Even if you're not, you're walking around with me, I'm going to go take, you want to take a smoke, you know, you needed a smoke down the, uh, not on Yom Kippur, obviously, you want to take a smoke, and uh, was he allowed to uh, walk down there, right? <laughs> right? So, uh, was he allowed to walk around in him? Stam, he's not doing the avodah. So it's mashmi, you could have an awe. The Gemara said, no. It could be you can't have any at all. The safest for Why is the reason he tells you this business about you can't sleep is to teach me that listen to this. You can't sleep in them, but you could take the garments off and fold them up and use them as a pillow. That's what he says. In other words, you want it to be, you want it to say, you're not allowed to sleep, but you could eat. Well, eating is also Safaboda. Oh, you can't sleep, but you could walk around. That's much you could walk around, you could have enough. No, 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 you can't walk around either. So why talk about sleep? Tell me you can't sleep in them, but you could sleep on them. You can take them up and fold them up. You sleep on them. Wait a minute, you could sleep on them? In other words, why could you sleep on them? Is indicating that you could sleep on them because if, if, let's say, he passed gas while he was sleeping, that's not considered wearing them. Okay, but there's a different problem. So he, he, here you're having an awe. Right here you're having an awe, right? Because it says you could sleep on them. So... This, this again answers our question. Uh, big day kuna, uh, the coin, uh, the coin has big kuna, whether it's a regular, whether it's a coin head yoke, his four begotten, or the coin gadol, his eight begotten, is he allowed to have enough from them when he's not doing the avoda? Right? That's our question. So we said, um, uh, you know, eating the carbon and um, uh, reading the Kriya Satora Yom Kippur, that's Sorach avoda. But what about walking around or whatever? Oh, he says, no, 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 well, you, you, you know, you can't walk around either. He's telling you, you can't sleep, but you could fold him up and sleep on him. Oh, but if you could sleep on him, that's also having a no, you're using it as a pillow, right? So, doesn't mean under the head, it means next to your head. He's allowed to put him next to his head without a concern. He could put him next to his head, and if there, if he passes gas, it's not a problem. That's what he means to say. That's not a problem. It's also in a in a mistab, or it could be telling you that even though there's might maybe he'll roll over and sleep on him. You know, if you put it next to your head, you might slow. Is that that's not a concern as long as he knows he's probably not going to roll over. It's okay. You know, you see from here, you could also put film next to your head. You know, to wear it's filling when you're sleeping, right? Because you might pass gas, but you could put them next to your head, right? Since it's mutter to put these uh, next to your head, you're not worried about uh, that uh, passing gas is not a problem. So it's filling also, you're allowed to. Uh, you're allowed to. Okay, Shabbatami. Now, so that's what you see from here. You can put them next to your head as long as you're not going to, uh, you know, roll over and crush them. Now, we say over here, this says that when you say tachas rashayim, the Mishnah said, you can't sleep in them, but you can fold them up and put it under your head. And we say under your head doesn't mean literally under your head, because uh, that means you're having an off of them, but it means next to your head. 
okay. Um, so it's Mustavar, Chanam Mustavar, it must be next year. Listen to this. If it would be under your head, under your head has got a different problem. Forget about having a gnaw from Big Day Kuna. You're having a gnaw from Shatnas. Why? The Avnet that the Kohen Hegel wears all year round, the belt, the girdle, is made out of Shatnas. You're allowed to have a gnaw for a man. Right when you're doing the avoda, but even if you're even even if you'd be allowed to have anoff from Bilgekuna, forget about the fact that now when he's doing the avoda, you're allowed to right. But here the question is when he's not doing the avoda. Even if you say that you're allowed to have anoff, he's allowed to walk around them even when he's not doing the avoda. But here he's having anoff from Klein because he's sleeping on Klein. If it means literally sleeping on them on top of them, means he's having anoff from Klein and he can't have anoff from Klein. This good if you say the onion kipper. Here says on Yom Kippur, Zavnet Shalikan. The 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 coin girdle's girdle on Yom Kippur is made out of linen. It's not made out of shatnas, right? So if that's the if that if that's the belt that that the coin hanger wears all year round, Zavnet Shalikan hanger. That's the coin head. So there's no shatnas there. That is not a problem because we're not talking about shatnas at all. We're asking a different question now. We're trying to say, do can we prove that the, you can have enough from the big day kuna when you are not doing the avoda? We're trying to bring a proof, and we say it's no proof. Because you're not really using them. It's next to your head. He says, yeah, I'll tell you why it's next. It must be next to your head. Because if it will be under your head, it's shotness. It's shotness. You can't have enough shotness. Even if you can have enough, maybe we can't have enough from shotness when you're not doing the avoda. Ah, that's good if you say it's not made out of shotness. Because the, the, the abnet of coin girdle on Yom Kippur made out of boots. That's the one that the coin hegel wears all year round. Elamandom abnet shal coin girdle, lozo abnet shal coin hegel. The coin hegel is all year round to shotness, Michael and Amer. Maybe you'll tell me, no, climb is only when you wear it, you put it on. But here it's just using it as a pillow, right? Like a blanket, you know, sitting on a blanket or a mattress, right? But laying it out, laying on it is not a problem. But time we learn. Pusik says, But you can lay it out and sleep on it as a, as a mattress. Right, that you're allowed to basically on Torah. Avlo said, "No, also losses can't don't do that." Even though Minat Torah shatnas is only if you're wearing it, not if you're sitting on it. Don't do it. Shematikrich nima achas because maybe one thread of shatnas will will get stuck to your to your skin. That can happen, right? Especially if clothes weren't made like they are today. One will stuck to your skin, and you'll be wearing it. But I'll tell you what. Put something in between so it won't get stuck to your skin. Even if you had ten mattress covers, one on top of another, the climb to climb underneath that. You're not allowed to. That's the tikkun of the chum. Again, shatnas minatory is only if you're wearing it or you're putting it on. Right? Gemara talks about the Gemara that you're allowed to wear it. Uh, uh, you know, let's say you wear it. They didn't have mannequins in those days. You know, so you put it on to show somebody how you look. Remember Amos and Andy? Right? You know, that's you know, you put you put you put them on to show. Then you're not wearing it. But if you're wearing it, Minatar it's only also. But you shouldn't sit on it at all, Minarabonon, because maybe something gets stuck to you. And when they said that, even if there's ten mattresses underneath there, and you're still also, right? So therefore. It's really a problem. If, if you hold that the uh, belt, the coin's head, the belt was made out of shotness, how can you say fold it up and sleep on it? You can't think you're having enough from it. You're having enough from shotness. Ella, you're, it's like you're wearing shot. Ella shmami no. Can I give a shot? It must be, therefore, that it means next to your head. That's his proof. But before we finish, let's see Ravashi. Ravashi, I'm alone. No, it could be it's under your head. Bahakam Masani Miklayim. 
Big Daikuna, Kashna, you're not having enough from Klein. Why? Because Big Daikuna are very tough. They're stiff as boards. Kihada Amra of Huna, Brad Ravishua, Hai Namta Gamda the Narish. Narish was a place. He says these, uh, these threads, like, it's like a felt like a cloth. Uh, Gamda is like shrunken. Uh, he says Gamta with a, 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 no, Gamda Kasha means hard. It means hard and shrunken. This, this felt like garment from uh, Narish. This felt like cloth. Shari, why? Because uh, climb is only also if you're getting pleasure, it's warming you. You're, do, you're getting some pleasure from wearing the garment. Rashi says, Shari, It's like putting it on something like wearing it. It's, it's, it's warming you up. But otherwise, if it doesn't warm you up, the previous Rashi also said, Kashanayim doesn't warm you. Climb is only when you wear it as a garment. It's only warming you up. So therefore, it could be that it's really under your head. But there's no hana, even if it's, and even if it's made out of climb, you're not really wearing climb, and it's not also. So Ravashi is really saying, Lam meaning, would it prove, is Ravashi sort of saying, you could have hana from the big nekuni, you're still using it as a pillow. There's no problem of climb, because then it's not warming you. But you're still using it as pillows, so that means you could have enough from it. So it's not clear what Ravashi, it might be Ravashi simply saying, he's just simply discounting the proof that, uh, he, that he brought over here. Um, uh, that it must be that it's on the side because if it's under your head, what about climb? He says, no, climb is not a problem. It, from Based on that, it could be under your head. But still, maybe it's not under your head because you can't have enough from the Big Day Kahuna. As a side thing, so we, so we haven't proven yet, are you allowed to have enough from Big Day when you're not doing the Avoda, right? Or eating the Karbanas, that's Avoda. But let's say, can you just walk around and have a smoke uh, while you're, uh, you know, getting a, getting a suntan or something like that, or when you're not doing the avodah, does the Kohen have to take off his clothes right away? Or is he allowed to have enough from them even when he's not doing the avodah? That question we're going to still prove. That's the next case. That's the tomorrow's Mara Toshma, which we'll see on the podcast. On Sunday, Mirza Shem, we're going to start from the top of Ayin, the, the second line there. We'll, we'll pick it up from there. But interesting thing you see over here. What does he say? He says over here that how do you, in his proof he says Klayim would be Usr, right? Klayim is Usr. Even if he's not wearing it, right? You know, the rabbi said you shouldn't even, uh, even if you're not wearing it, because maybe something will get stuck to you, right? It's even if there's 10 things in between. That's Xeradabana. What about Enshvus Bamikdash? This is at the base of Mikdash. What's the problem, Enshvus Bamikdash? So you see another proof, Mir Seder Mepharshim, that Enshvus Bamikdash is only by halachas of Shabbos. We've mentioned this before, right? Halachas of Shabbos, meaning muktzah, all the all the exeris that we have on Shabbos, muktzah, all the drabanans, ainshvus b'mikdash there. The rule of ainshvus b'mikdash, the mikdash kohenim's reason. There's no, there's only legabi Shabbos, not legabi other halachas. Here we're not talking about an isra of Shabbos. We're talking about an isra of klein, which is not there at all. So that's the issue here, and uh, we'll pick it up from here, Mr. Shem, on Sunday. Daf ayin from the top, and tomorrow's daf will be on the podcast. Have a good Shabbos, everybody. Shabbat Shalom. Good Shabbos. Shabbat Shalom. Beautiful. Pardon? Right. Ancient Mikdash, he says. It applies to Avoda. I mean, it doesn't apply to the Kohanim doing something else.